Hey! Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me this week is... It's Tyler. He, he's back again. Hey, Tyler. What's uh, up? I'm okay. I just sneezed, but you didn't know. Ju- mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> One of those hold-it-in sneezes. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward timing. Very awkward timing, uh, just as I was introducing you. Maybe that maybe that theory is like when I when when someone talks about you, you sneeze, right? Yeah, that, that's the thing. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Someone's talking shit, Tyler. Someone's talking shit about you. I know. Mm. That ain't nice. No. Also, not nice are a lot of the events happening. I don't know how much we want to talk about it, if at all. But like, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. But I would like to say that on this podcast, we say. Fuck Nazis. Correct. I uh, I agree with that statement. And uh yeah, that's all we have to say is uh fuck Nazis and like let's not let's not pretend that there aren't enablers in the government. <laughs> so yeah. uh I'm not I'm not just talking about the president either. <laughs> There are definitely Congress members who willed this on. And, uh, you know, there's something y'all can do about it. I mean, it seems kind of, uh, seems kind of boring to just go out there and just, and almost sometimes seems useless to say, go out and vote. Um, but you saw in Georgia that, hey, uh, it can work if a lot of, if a lot of work is put into it. Um, but also, like, there, there are problems with uh, the election system as it is right now with gerrymandering and all that stuff. So just voting, it, I, 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 hmm. it isn't as simple as that, but that is a thing you can do. Uh, and I have a feeling we're going to have to do a lot, a lot more uh, to, I don't know, maybe make America not a place where you have to um, be afraid of a bunch of right-wing dipshits with guns. Right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. A lot of work to be done, but <laughs> I don't think either of us are really qualified to um, to educate anyone on how to go out and do any of that. Yeah, it, it, it's just, though, like, the events of, uh, what, what day did it happen? Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah, I think it was Tuesday or yeah, Wednesday. Tu- yeah, it was Wednesday. That's right. Um, it just... I just can't. You just can't help but get angry at it, and it's just fucked up that that happened in the first place. And yeah, it was kind of enabled by people, and and you just start asking so many questions. So many, yeah, questions. like uh, wild how the police finally figured out how to not do police brutality when when it happens to be a right wing. Group, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that that's frustrating. It's also uh, it's also frustrating to see a lot of people that I I know they're well intentioned, but compare this to like to just to jump to like a third world country comparison because that has its own kind of like racist racist subtext. Like, what do they actually mean when they say third world country? Is it just a country not run like white people run their countries? It, it, like, it's yeah, that that's a slippery slope, and I know a lot of 
people who are well-meaning say that, but like it's that's something that you, you kind of have to resist because it's the fact is that these people have existed in our country for decades, if not centuries. Yeah, and yeah, it's just and also just I don't know. It's total. You, you saw like white privilege and uh, white supremacist and and all that stuff just you, you saw it happen right there and mm-hmm. because if that happened during the summer this past summer you know uh, the police just would have shot everybody if they were yeah. black or brown and that also angers me like a lot when I just think about what what happened and and also just how how like why it's the fucking capitol building like why are we letting these people in it doesn't matter who the fuck they are like where did that that clearly you know something broke down there too it just yeah like up up, up until like up until this last week it was i mean maybe this was wrong of me to assume but like i mean i i've been in the capitol like i i've been in dc before and I, I thought like one of the assumptions is you don't even fucking get on the Capitol lawn unless you're, unless you're invited. Exactly. Like that's my understanding as well. But I, I guess the fucking rules don't apply when the president is actually wants that to fucking happen. Yeah, definitely. And because he's a baby dipshit who can't handle the fact that he fucking lost. I know. It's like your dude lost an election. Like I don't know. Just get over it. It's just, it's unbelievable. And, it, like, a lot of people are being like, don't blame Trump for this. And, like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, he's the one who has been egging these people on, who have been lying about a, a fraudulent election with no evidence to back it up. And just just saying shit because he's he's a fucking, he, he's just throwing a tantrum. Yeah. And, like, yes, this is on him. Like, he fucking... He fucking lied to these people about the election for, like, pretty much, like, he's, he was lying about, like, election fraud, like, when mail-in ballots were starting, were becoming more common. Like, it was fucking, like, I, I, I don't know what, to, what the fuck else to say. Like, he just, he fucking drove these people to this, and now, uh, now the media, now fucking Congress people are, are Working to like say that oh look at all these poor people coming in from across the country protesting like this isn't this sad how these poor people are acting when it isn't just poor people you see stories about like fucking doctors fucking business owners coming here to lead these lead these so called protests but really they just turned into riots it's it's fucking ridiculous yeah one of um the kind of mastermind guitar player of one of my favorite bands, Iced Earth. Uh, the he was spotted at this rally, or not, not rally. What am I saying? At, at this coup, basically, and probably one of the most famous photos coming out of it of the guy. He had like a hat on, kind of like a jean jacket. He has a big, tall, kind of white beard. And he's pointing at someone. Um, and that has completely, like, sickened me. 
And, like, I had a shirt of their band and everything. I got rid of it. I'm like, I can't even support him. And it just sucks because I like that band a lot. I have liked them for several years. But that's just where we're at now. That, you know, uh, even with something like this, it's it's hard to separate, like, the art from the artist in, in this scenario for me. And... I just, I yeah, that that was a an unfortunate thing too. Of like, yeah, so yeah, I agree with you. It's it's not it's it's everybody, and what I think is maybe the most crazy thing is that you have there's people out there that don't see what happened as like a bad thing, or or they support what happen and and there's a lot of those people or 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 they just you know we saw there's over 70 million people that support donald trump that happened in this election and i think that just frustrates me to like no end it's like you, you it's just one thing after another with this guy and he just he's awful and and he's just further divided this country and he just lies constantly it's like and people that that you know, see what, you know, this, this coup, these freaking ridiculous terrorist people and go, well, that's not America. It's like, no, sorry. Like we need to kind of accept it and try to fix it because that this is America right now. Yeah. And And it's, it's fucked up. It's sad. Along the path to that is like, Hey, there has to be fucking repercussions for this, or it's just going to fucking happen again. And even worse the next time. Mm hmm. Because, like, right now, it it really just seems like nobody's going to fucking get shit for this. Like, you see these individual cases where, like, some people in the more famous photos are getting punished. But, like, you need to fucking punish the people who organized this, the people who aided this, and, and just, like, <laughs> you, you can't just stop it. Like, oh, we'll just get these high profile, these people in these high profile photos, and that, that'll do it. Like, that's not going to do shit. Like, they're just going to basically be martyrs unless you get like the people who fucking organized it and fucking show that there are actual repercussions for staging a coup like this yeah yeah it's so, it's yeah. Un- it's unbelievable I, I never thought i would see that happen in my lifetime <laughs> yeah it, it i mean happen. there there's there's a lot of fucking irony there you see people fucking pushing back the police holding their Blue Lives Matter flag, showing you that it wasn't about police. It was about racism. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, this is a video game podcast, but come on, we live in a fucking America and this shit is happening in America. We can't, we can't fucking ignore it. No, it, and it's just, yeah, it's one of the biggest things that I think has happened <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah. So it, it's it, you can't just ignore it as as much as we want to talk about video games and we love them and they they're a great distraction from this stuff. You know you just can't ignore something like this, man. And it's just something it's got to get better. Like I, I, it just it's frustrating. I and I yeah, it's it's it, that, that's that, yeah, that's probably that's all I gotta say. It just frustrates me. I I, I think I've obviously. You live in this country, and if you're politically conscious, I, at least to me, I've been thinking about this all the time of what just happened, and I just get so frustrated all the time of, and just frustrated at 
like why and how and how could you think that this is okay and you know the way this government is run right now is okay the people in charge that they're okay and i know there's things that are changing here very soon um it doesn't it's kind of like he said at the beginning it's not going to magically you know make everything better and disappear there's still a lot of work to be done but man just so tired of it to, over the past four years it's just mm-hmm. it just sucks yeah i mean it it turns out that uh maybe uh it wasn't just 2020 like the year it yeah it was a shit year but like the fucking problems are going to persist for a while like the problems have existed for a while we've just been seeing the symptoms of them rise up recently like it's yeah a lot of work to be done a lot of uh a lot yeah and it it just yeah i don't know it also just makes us it's also kind of like embarrassing as 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 an american you know like just seeing how crazy our country is it's embarrassing like it just shouldn't be this way it it just it shouldn't yeah yeah it's yeah i i don't know what else to say man it's there i i don't know what we can what what we can do i mean that's there are a lot. There are people a lot smarter than us who are trying to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, those are the people who manage to rise up and uh, take leadership positions, rather than the people that we've traditionally seen do absolutely the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. And the people in leadership, you know, in Congress on the right, that are completely silent on this issue, is sad. It just yeah, it's, and it's like fu- I, it's fucking pathetic to me. Yeah, and I also think it's kind of pathetic Joe Biden's response saying. I mean, I'm not sure if you've seen the the video, but Joe Biden saying that we need a strong Republican Party. This is the Republican Party that we yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I'd argue that we don't need them. <laughs> I, I, we I don't would, need them in power. I would agree. This this Republican Party is just they're so out of control. Their Des- platform desperate. is Donald Trump now. Correct. Like that, that, that's just who they are. They, Correct. They, they accepted him, and they've become what he is. Correct. And I, I don't see any and going the, the, back the danger, from that. The dangerous thing is that we'll get, get someone that believes the same thing as Donald Trump, but is just more clever about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I totally agree with you on that. This, this is the Republican Party, and, and it just... And then you just see all the people that support that and, I don't know, really opens your eyes to a lot of people. Even people that are closer to you that might be, (laughs) like, I know people, you know, that I work with and that are in my family, too, and all that stuff. It just kind of, it just opens your eyes. And, I don't know. Like, once again, I just get frustrated at it, you know? Yeah, it's frustrating to, to, like, see these people in your life that, like... You used to think like, okay, they they can think for themselves, and then it turns out, oh no, they absolutely lost that ability to think for themselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, 
Video games, not political at all. Let's uh, let's talk about video games. <laughs> no, it, it, oh it, god, you know the Division Two, not a political video game. <laughs> oh god, you know. Oh shit, I wonder. I wonder what their sales have looked like in the recent week. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess video games are an escape for a lot of people, for better and for worse. Uh, and I, I mean, I've been playing video games not necessarily as an escape, but like, I don't know. I don't know what I've been playing video games for, man. I've been kind of stressed out. There's been a lot of shit happening in my life recently. I've been preparing to move to a new location, mm-hmm. doing all that shit, like getting utilities and internet ready to be set up for when I move in, all kinds of shit, um, trying to figure, like, it's just, it's just been really stressful trying to prepare for this and having that happen, and all that, just a lot of shit happening all at once for me right now. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about you, how how has your week been in general, aside from just gestures at everything? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um you know, obviously went back to work this week and, you know, it was a better than expected week work-wise for me. Um, so that was at least a positive. Um, and, you know, of course, then other things outside of work has happened. But, you know, too, just trucking along with just with life, playing video games. We're painting a lot of fucking rooms, just getting our kind of getting our ass in gear. We painted one of the bedrooms upstairs, and we're about halfway through the other one, and then we're going to paint this office here next. That's that's it. Like That's like the, all the last major rooms in our house. So I'm kind of tired of fucking painting. Um, painting's not fun. but it, It's not fun, but it's okay. We got rid of our Christmas tree today, too. Dude, that is like one of the saddest things the way we have to do it so our township like there's you know the park that's like right behind our house uh-huh our town ta- like they have a little area designated of christmas tree drop off and then the township picks them up and i think they compost them or do something with them i forget what they do and literally like we have you know we picked out this christmas tree we decorated it it's been in our homes it looks nice for, you know, we have it in our home for like a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we literally just shoved it in our car and drove it down to the park and then just dumped it in a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of sad. You feel like you're just disposing of something in just a really sad way. Uh, well, if you, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. Are you still on Instagram? Instagram. I actually, I am doing just a social media detox right now. Ah, so okay. I did have Instagram. I have, I actually just deleted it this past week. I think I'll probably come back to Instagram. Instagram's the only one I feel I can stand. Uh, uh, so, well, yeah. What I was, what I was referencing here is this is one of my favorite times of the year to be following Mike Drucker. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things he does is just take pictures of disposed Christmas trees that are laying out on the street. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, that, he, I do see that stuff. He is funny. Yeah. Uh, so, there were people, dude, that literally had their tree 
in our in the parking lot where we drop ours off the day after Christmas. Oh I'm like, yeah, that's fucking sad, man. You have to at least hang on to New Year's Day to me. Um, I was like, holy shit, what's the point in getting the tree if you're just gonna get rid of it immediately? Holy crap! I don't know. The pine yeah. needles smell nice. They do. They do very smell very nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess at a certain point, some of these people should just be getting a plastic ass tree if that's how they're going to treat it. I know. I know. I mean that 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 would be me. I would be the jackass who would <laughs> fucking just have a plastic tree because I don't feel like dealing with the cleanup. <laughs> yeah. I my. My parents, my family was always a plastic tree, peep, you know, family. Not a real tree, but Kelly's family is all about real trees. So, and mm. actually in their house, in her parents' house, they would get a tree. I forget how tall it would be. It was pre- it would probably be maybe 15 feet tall. Like What? Yeah, uh, like it was 12, 15 feet, like in that range. It was huge. Um, that, that's that's almost a crime to cut down a tree that big just for Christmas. <laughs> I know, I know, and and like yeah, they would, uh, they like they have this room in their house that's just it's literally like kind of open structure for part of it, like all the way up to the roof. So they would get this giant fucking tree and put it there, and to decorate portions of it, you would have to go up to the balcony on the second floor and, and decorate the top of it. It was, it's nuts. They, they've been getting smaller trees over the past two or three years, I think. But yeah, I can't imagine getting a tree that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, but yeah, I mean, I've been playing some video games, video games. Yes. Uh, playing them is part of what we do in preparation for this podcast. Tyler, what 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 games have you been playing? We haven't actually talked about the games we've been playing for the past couple of weeks because of uh, the special nature of the episodes we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler, let, let's get caught up here. Yeah, so I have been playing a number of games. First, I guess I'll start with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Trucking along with that game. That game, I, I, I feel like I'm just kind of going through the motions with it anymore. I'm like 30 hours in now. And I think I seriously still have maybe 10 more areas left on the map. And you have to complete all of the areas, main quest lines, to basically finish the game. So, you know, I'm enjoying my time with it, but I do feel like I'm going through the motions. I don't feel as fully invested as I did in Odyssey. Or probably even Origins right now. Um, And I'm finding that, like, some of the abilities and stuff that you get, some of them are fine, but the way the game... So you don't unlock abilities to use until you find them in the world. Uh, Which, at first, I was like, it's, you know, it's fine. But I'm also... I feel like I just don't have a lot of abilities that I want to use all the time. Like, I have an ability that's, like, a really cool, like, you jump in the air and you smack the fucking uh, axe through the dude's head. Or uh, I have another one that kind of, you put, like, poison on your blade and all that stuff. And some of those are fun. Um, 
to use, but overall, I'm just, I'm just not finding that I, I'm digging a lot of the abilities like I did in Odyssey in particular. Um, so that's another thing, but maybe I'll, I'll find more. And then even, like, uh, armor. So, every, so they only did, like, unique armor sets, so you're not getting loot all the time in this game. You're only getting armor or weapons when you, like, take out a boss or you find it in the world or something like that. Um, which I get, and then you upgrade that. Um, you can upgrade it, I think, three or four different times, and then within each of those upgrades, you can upgrade stuff. I've kind of been using the same armor since the beginning of the game because... Mm. I'm just not seeing that the other armor is that much better. And then even if I put the resources into it to upgrade it, it would still kind of be about the same. So that's another thing. Maybe I just need to, you know, go on the yeah. internet and see if there's, so, like, some better. I but. played a little bit of Valhalla, too. I started it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played about five hours. So just for my, like quick analysis of their their armor system. It seems like the armor is more geared toward different play styles and, like, what yeah. you want to, like, do. Like, with... Like, if you want to change your play style, you should probably change up your armor so you get bonuses <coughs> geared towards that. Correct. Uh, so, th- so that seems to be more their focus um, with with their armor in, in Valhalla. Because I, I guess I, I also played some Odyssey as well. Mm. <laughs> I was going back and forth being like, okay... Things seem really different with Valhalla than I remember with Origins and Odyssey. Yeah. Systems-wise. And I'm like, okay, so this is what what they're going towards here. Because one of the things I noticed with Odyssey is like, oh, I'm getting a lot of shit. Yes. Like, I'm getting a lot of shit that I just go and dismantle right away. Right. So so I think think that's that's what they were trying to go towards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do do get that. And I, I think in the end, it kind of works out more i'm just kind of not like the what i have i forget which bonuses i'm getting but they they're suiting my play style more and but everything else that i'm getting i'm just not not fully sure yet um so we'll see i I might have to just maybe do a little bit research on it and see like what maybe some of the better armor sets are um so yeah but yeah, I mean, some of the storylines are, some of them are interesting, um, but I'm finding that they're just sort of blending together a little bit, uh, ultimately. Um, the one I just did was kind of interesting and kind of had um, some twists and turns to it, but, um, and then, yeah, and I'm just kind of, like I said, I just feel like I'm kind of going through the motions with it at this point, and I guess I'll see where it where it goes but what what are your thoughts on valhalla then i guess oh early thoughts so i my thoughts is uh wow this game's really fucking big uh (laughs) they're like and i i kind of find it it's probably appropriate for the area that i'm in like it's kind of like it takes a while to get anywhere like the, the land is kind of broken up. The, the roads aren't, like... The world isn't as uh, connected, but I guess that's just the nature of being in that era of England. So um, you made it to England? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, did, I didn't dick around too much in Norway. Like, I, I kind of just mainlined most of Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
That's kind of and, what I would recommend to anyone starting this game, is to kind of mainline Norway a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I got to the settlement, and I'm like, yeah, it's... I just feel like this game... There, there's just a lot to this that I that I still have to get into, but I, I'm digging it. Um, I... At first, like, what, what kind of caught me off guard is, like, the combat, it definitely... It seemed it seemed different than the Assassin's Creed that I remember, and like I I felt bad at it, but also I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in a long time. I I never finished Odyssey, which is why I went back. I think I'm gonna finish Odyssey before I continue with Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's so so. I guess I won't really get into Valhalla until like maybe August this year (laughs) yeah Yeah, honestly honestly will take you a long time but I think I felt more invested into Cassandra as a character than I do Eivor Mm -hmm. I think that's a big piece of it like I don't mind Eivor but Cassandra was just so charming and interesting to me and I, I felt much more interested in her story than I do with Eivor's and I think just because you know, I, I'm going around in all these areas in, in Valhalla, and each one has its own individual story. I just, I still am struggling a little bit of like, okay, but what's the bigger picture? Like, I get what why we're doing it, but where's it all going to lead? And I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's there's some. So they do interweave it a little bit in these overall or these smaller stories, but. So I'm sure it'll come to me a little bit more, hopefully, but mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why I feel like I'm maybe going through the motions more. It's just because it's I'm not as connected to the main story or, or the main character at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I like I like the long ships. I like the store like you get to ride around the long ships and have stories be told and all that stuff. I, I like how you can switch between songs and stories and that's that's fun. I, I mean like I said, I'm only five hours into a game that's probably gonna take me like well over a hundred to <laughs> actually see everything I wanna see. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's one thing about Valhalla so far, is there's not a lot of sailing in it, especially once you get to England. Because um, mm-hmm. you're really just sailing up and down the river, and I find most of the time now I'm just like fast traveling, and then I'll just jump on my horse and ride to wherever I got to go. So I'm not even sailing most of the time. So that's another thing that's felt a little different, I guess. And I, I wonder if there will be any larger, you know, ship combat or sailing sequences. I don't know if that'll happen or not. I will say, like, um, the out-of-animus stuff, like, I was caught off guard, like, oh, shit, uh, shit's actually going down outside of the animus, and, like, that was the point, like, when, when you first get out of it, where I was like, oh, I should probably go back and play Odyssey so I know what the fuck is happening, because this se- it seems like there's some bizarre end-of-the-world shit going on, and I don't know how the fuck it got here. Right. So, that is definitely something they... Yes, they continue that in Valhalla. There's also some interesting sequences that actually I'm trying to think. Yes, how to and put the, it. I ahead. think the implication, like I, I mean, I think I know what you're saying. Like the implication here, like does this game go to fucking America? I don't know because because of like 
like one of the notes that you see outside the animus that implies like they had to change their theory about like the first settlers in America from Europe. Yeah, because because I th- I think the out of the animus stuff does happen in America, and that's that's where they found the body of Ivor, or Avor. Right, you might be right on that. I'm not sure if it will. Um, there's some really interesting sequences that actually happen. I'm trying to think how to put it without really spoiling it too much, but in England, sort mm. of the way they kind of mesh the two together, which I've thought has been sort of interesting so far they're little light puzzles and stuff uh but you kind of got to find them in the world actually so um, i i think i are those like the animus glitches or yes. something like yes right. I, okay. I found my first one of those I, okay. I know what you're talking about here okay yeah i wasn't sure if you hit that yet but i will say though <laughs> for you to you know i guess be caught up and understand what's happening in Valhalla with, you know, the out of animus stuff. You actually, not only do you have to play through all of Odyssey, but you have to play through the Fate of Atlantis DLC. Oh, great. Fantastic. So it'll be 2022 (laughs) when I play Assassin's Creed Valhalla in preparation for the next Assassin's Creed. Correct. Because there are some major things that happen in that DLC that like huge fucking things that happen in that DLC that lead into Valhalla a little bit. So uh, this is where we announce our uh, of the launch of our next podcast uh, about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, it should just yeah we'll start an Assassin's Creed. Uh, oh God! Podcast. Imagine how long running an Assassin's Creed replay podcast could go. Holy shit. Probably a long time, because you could get multiple episodes out of every game, and especially the most recent three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. So someone out there is going to steal that idea and by go with God, because I don't have time for it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll I'll keep trucking along with Valhalla. Um... The other game I've spent some more time with, I guess, is Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Um, you know, I think I'm in... I'm part of the way through the second world in this game. It's 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 a delightful game. Um, there's not a ton of challenge to it, but it's, it's creative. It's kind of fun to just kind of go through the motions in that game of just finding all the little orbs and trying to get a higher, high score in the level and... Um, I'm kind of surprised at the licensed music that's in the game and how they use that as well, which is really interesting. Like like I mentioned before, they have Uptown Funk in the game, which was kind of fun. I forget the fucking song that I just saw recently. Um, but, but once again, another kind of licensed song that they kind of manipulate a little bit and bring it into the world in... It's kind of fun. I really didn't expect that with this game. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's some kind of goofy levels to it. And overall, it's it's a cool game. It's not a game that I feel like I'm going to fucking, you know, try to find every little thing in, in every level. And I want to platinum the game and all that stuff. But I'm going to keep trucking along with it just to experience it. Because it, it, it is a fun delight. I could totally see, though, because I haven't done it yet, but I could see this game being pretty fun co-op because you'll probably get that 
if you haven't played like Super Mario 3D World co-op, like that game's a fucking riot. And to have that in this game could be a lot of fun. Like kind of competing with each other. And they kind of design certain parts of some of the levels to be multiplayer. And there's actually some levels that are only multiplayer as well that they've designed that if you're playing single player you can't play. Um, which is sort of unfortunate, but I get that. Um, yeah, it's a fun game. I also, I made, you can make Sackboy look totally fucking ridiculous in this game. Um, I forget what I have. I have like a fucking, like a pig nose and some like robe on that makes me look like some fucking assassin and, mm. <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. You can, they, they have so many different costumes and little pieces that you can unlock. Or uh, There's like a shop in the game. I don't think you can buy... I could be wrong on that, but if you could buy with like real-world money. But you can at least use your in-game currency to buy stuff. So, yeah. It's a game. So... Great. Great! It's it's a video. Put that on the box. Yeah, Sackboy, a big a big adventure. Yeah, it's a game. Exactly. So, been playing some of that. Um, been playing some Destiny Two as oh, well. How, how? Oh, all right. Are you are you ready? No, <laughs> I'm definitely not like raid ready or anything like that. What was the last thing I did? Um. I think I've just been doing more of like the born what is it born darkness quest line or whatever but I also found or I did the whole quest line with the exos where you got to go around and yeah. find like find like the dead exos and then it led to a really interesting place You found the big boy? I found the big boy so I got that started uh, and I got I forget what I have to do, but I'm on the next step of that quest after you get to that point. And that was really cool to not... Because at first you're kind of going through the same areas again that you've been through a couple times by this point. And you're like, eh, okay. But then you start kind of seeing more, and you're like, damn, some of these areas, like, there's so much more than kind of meets the eye with some of them. With like the areas and like, uh, with the kind of secrets you can discover, and uh, I thought it was really cool. There's so much like verticality to, um, to to this kind of quest that I really enjoyed. Um, so that that was really cool, and I think very cool story and lore wise and everything. So uh, I think that was kind of the last thing that I have done in Destiny too. So. I didn't do a lot of cookie delivering. I can't get into that. Aww. I don't know why. <laughs> Did you deliver all the cookies? I delivered all the cookies. Got my uh, seasonal ship and uh, and all the upgrades associated with that. It's yeah. It's it was a nice time. I enjoy being nice to the NPCs, Tyler. Yeah, you know. I just I don't know. I I, I think it's more of. Uh, like, like I will do the Halloween event because that'll lead me to get a really cool weapon. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my struggle with the dawning. I've never really been into the dawning. Like, it looks fucking cool and all that stuff, but it never really leads you to getting, like, super cool weapons or anything like that that, like, really improves your character. So I think that's kind of my... 
my struggle with it a little bit, but it is a it is a neat neat event, I guess. Tyler, you don't you don't give gifts with the expect with the expectation of getting something in return. Yeah, because that's not that's not a gift. Tyler, I know. Come on. I, I know. I know. I, I I get it. I get it. But yeah, no. I'm trying to think if there's yeah. anything else with Destiny Two that I did, but I think that's it. Have you done anything super exciting with it? Uh. Not really. I mean, it was it was really mostly about giving out the cookies. Uh, I will say, like the the part of the uh, expansion that you're in, that was like the most evocative of uh, a lot of the like the Halo sequences when you're in like in like the Halo like the uh, I I guess like Forerunner ruins or not ruins, but like inside like the structure of Halo of Halo ruins. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the most evocative of that that Bungie has done so far with Destiny 2. Yeah, I, c- I could see that. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I also started to do one... I've never done one of the dungeons oh, in Destiny yeah. 2, and I started doing one, and it said it, would like, it was like power level 1050 or whatever it is, and I, I felt like I was getting my ass smacked, so I, I was like, eh, I'll come back to this another time. Um, yeah, I mean those dungeons are technically you can you can do them solo, but I think they're I think they're scaled in such a way where like you kind of need yeah a squad to go into those. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was assuming. Once I started to get into it a little bit more and I, I get my ass kicked, so yeah. Um, I think the only other thing I really played, and I played this a couple weeks ago, I haven't touched it. Since, but continuing with Ratchet and Clank going Commando, what a you oh, know all okay. the all the memories are coming back to me with this game. What a what a delightful game. Uh, you know, of course the controls aren't the greatest with some of these old PS3 games and like or PS2, I guess with this yes. one. But yeah, um, there's certain things about this game that I just I do not like though. Like I can't stand the fucking ship ship combat and all those flying sequences. They they just suck and are not fun. And I I totally forgot about them. Um, and I'm I'm and then the I totally forgot. And I I don't know why because most ratchet games have like fun stuff like this. But I forgot about the racing that's in Going Commando. Because um, mm, yeah. like the first game has the like the hoverboard racing, yeah. And, and this one, you're in some like ship, and man, that stuff is like fucking crazy. <laughs> it just feels totally ridiculous and not not the greatest, but it's a fun time. Um, they ch- they tried to put Wipeout in Ratchet and Clank. Yes, that's that's exactly what it feels like, and. So yeah, it's it's fun, and and then getting you know a lot of the a lot of the weapons are coming back to me, and just a lot of good times with that game. So I'm gonna keep keep trucking along with that. Um, yeah. Then outside of PlayStation, just I'm almost done with Ori, and I'm almost done with Luigi's Mansion Three. So both of those games are very cool, and I will. Hopefully finish them somewhat soon. So that's all that I've been playing. No, Tyler. You? Tyler. Well, you no, mentioned I'm it lying. on the game of the year. You beat Hades. Yeah, and I'm actually lying about something else too. So yes, I did beat Hades. 
that was a delightful experience finishing that at 2:30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fighting Hades is a is a damn good time, um, and you, you finish them, and then it's like, oh shit, some things happen uh, after that. That's like, oh boy, and I got close to getting him like three times in a row, and then failed, and then you know it's just one of those things, and where you're just determined to to finish it and you know you can do it and then you get there and it's it's cool and I think a lot of the story stuff afterwards that happens is cool and yeah I gotta play more Hades because I want to do do more runs and see where that story goes and see what else mm-hmm. you can unlock like you mentioned that there's a fucking gun in the game I, I still don't have that so what? no come on man no well maybe I do you know what now now you might be right. No, you you I yeah, you're right. I do have it. But I think I've only used it once and I haven't used it in a while. Okay. I think that's why I'm thinking that I don't have it. I do have it. You're right. But what you were saying to like how you can kind of modify that stuff. I want to see more of that stuff. Oh yeah. Put so. put the halo skulls on. Right. Yeah. So Hades uh. is good. And then <laughs> the last thing I've been playing a lot of F1 2020 again. <laughs> Yo, you bet. <laughs> I've kind of, I feel like I've relapsed. Because um, <laughs> I just did Austria. So I'm like 11 races into the season already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> I think I'll do this season and then I got to delete it off my console again. Or else I, <laughs> I'll just keep fucking playing it. I think now that I can see on PS5 like how many hours you can you have in games, I think I'm up to like 75 hours in F1 2020. God damn it! Tyler. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a great game and oh man, I've had some good races though. Um, one of the most recent ones was France. Uh, I whew, man, so I won France like my first two seasons, you know, kind of no problem. Started third, I think, and I, I, I let me back up too. I think that in a recent update or something, I could be wrong on this because I didn't actually see if they actually did it, but kind of updated AI potentially because the two, you know, you know, the Mercedes is just so they are so dominant, so much more dominant this first this season I'm doing now compared to the previous seasons, but then even. I'm seeing like uh, racing points doing a lot better. Ferraris, a mid-pack team, and kind of some interesting things like that. that I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, so I don't know. They they might have updated some stuff. They might not have too. But I've, I have I I I am feeling what Max Verstappen in the actual F1 probably feels like. Of just you're just balling out and crushing it. And you're five seconds behind the Mercedes teams. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because that's what happened to me at France. I qualified third. I'm like, let's go. And I think in that first stint, like my car was not, I just could not get the right handle on it either. And I fell like nine seconds back. And uh, then they were on a slightly different strategy than I was, but through some pit stops. 
and everything. I ended up, after I pit, I gained four seconds, so I'm only five seconds back, and I had, I forget, 17 laps left still. So I had a lot of time, and I'm now on hard tires. And, man, just something about the tire change and I think probably having less fuel in the car too just started clicking, and I I drove those motherfuckers down. I passed them with two laps left. It was awesome. Um, so I, I've, I've had some... Some pretty fun races there. Um, it's, a t- it's a much tighter championship battle than my previous season. So, all right, lots of fun stuff happening in in F one. That's all I've been playing. Okay, how about you? Uh, so I mentioned I've been playing those Assassin's Creeds. Uh, th- yeah, just just having fun with that. I, I, uh, I. I guess I'll talk about Odyssey since I played more of that. Uh, I just finished, I think, all the quests for Alcabiades, the fuckboy. Okay. You you remember him, right? Yeah. The guy who was just constantly horny. Yes. Uh, yeah, I did all his quests. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I don't know. For some reason, I have lizard brain right now, where I just want to uh, clear maps, and that's that's why I've been playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I'm just and clearing. I'm like, I see a question mark. I'll go to it. I'll go do that thing. That is the perfect game to do that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I zoomed out on the map. I'm like, holy fuck! I haven't yes. even seen half of this yet. I'm like I'm like level twenty six, and I haven't seen half the game yet. <laughs> yes. It it that map is unbelievably huge. Mm-hmm. In that game, and and like I I've basically like given up looking at my quest log. Like I'll be like, like I've had to like minimize like, I I guess it's like world and characters that whole tab because that tab is just a huge fucking list of things that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I guess. Yeah, I'm not going to be like you and talk about Assassin's Creed every week, but I'm just going to let it be known on this podcast, I am playing the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> cool. Um, I've also dipped my toes in Paradise Killer this morning. Oh. Are you familiar with Paradise Killer? I don't think I am, actually. Uh, so, all right, Tyler. I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because I've dunked on this aesthetic for a while, but it is... It has that 80s vaporwave aesthetic, mm-hmm. which I typically hate. I do typically hate, but I think Paradise Killer goes beyond that uh, and like ha- actually has cool style beyond the vaporwave stuff, and uh, it looks really cool. All the characters in the world. <laughs> it, so this is kind of a small game, and all the characters in the world have really good art, but they're just like 2D models that... like. It looks like they're cardboard cutouts in the world. It's it's funny to look at. Um, but yeah, you're an investigator investigating a murder of this council. Um, the premise of the game is that this council has been creating these islands to try to create the perfect paradise. Uh, and upon creating what was to be the perfect island, Island 25, the whole council was murdered. And you, an investigator that was that has been exiled for three million days, is brought back into soci- into society to investigate this crime. Oh, wow. And there are a lot of really cool characters with really great names. The most famous name 
probably coming from this game is Dr. Doom Jazz. <laughs> uh, he's a horny motherfucker with uh, metal arms. Uh, your character is called Lady Love Dies, which I think is a great name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this game this game has a lot of style to it, and I, I really like it. I, li- I like the direction it's going. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at a trailer now. The art does look pretty cool. So is this kind of like a open worldish? I yeah, guess. Yeah, uh yeah, it's you're you have free free reign to roam the island and talk to all these different characters in your investigation. You're keeping like case files and notes on all the characters. Uh yeah, it's 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 an investigation game. I'm not I'm not sure when the last time I played one of these is. Mhm. It's Yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm digging it. Uh, played about like three hours of it this morning. Um, but yeah, I also mentioned on the uh, game of the year uh, podcast that we just did last week, uh, Umarangi Generation. I played through all of that. Um, mentioned it made me sick, but I think the thing is, I think uh, any time I do platforming in first person on keyboard and mouse, that's what makes me sick. Mm. So it's it's nothing to do with any of these games because I did notice some of that in Paradise Killer because you move around pretty fast and you can whip around. I just need to like maybe change sensitivity settings so I don't like whip around so fast and make myself sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Umarangi Generation is uh kind of like this level based photography game where you have objectives to take pictures of cer- of a list of things. There are also bonus objectives you can achieve, and a lot of, uh, and that's kind of just a way to get you into that world because there's a lot of world building and uh, storytelling happening in the environment as you're walking around these levels. So yeah, that's a really interesting story about the end of the world. It's nice. a kaiju apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, this game it does look interesting from what I I saw. Yeah, of it. Um, Do you ever like when you're talking about like um, you know moving the camera too fast and, and it makes it kind of sick? Like other feelings with games. Like I don't know if you you experience it, but when I am playing a game like an open world game, or yeah. say, or even something like say Borderlands or Apex Legends, where you're jumping off of really high ledges or areas and there's no fall damage or something, so you do it, like, all the time. Do you ever get, like, a really weird feeling in your body when you do that? Almost like you are there, in a way? Like, I don't know. It almost feels like I'm on a fucking roller coaster and I'm dropping down, like, a lot. I get this weird feeling in my balls when that stuff happens. Because I did this just last night in Valhalla. I thought I was jumping off of this fucking mountain down into this lake and that, you know, you would do the whole assassin's dive sort of thing. And he did not. And I was like, oh, no. And I had this weird feeling kind of starting my nuts and go up through my body. (laughs) Does that stuff ever happen to you? Like any other, like, I guess, feelings? Not in the same way that you're you're talking about because Mm -hmm. as a dumb child. As a very, very stupid child, I used to jump off high things. 
<laughs> sometimes. So I, 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 I get that a little bit, but the feeling is very different for me. It's, it's more of like excitement, mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, I, I get a little thrill out of it rather than a feeling of, oh no, did I just fuck up? Yeah, I, that's kind of the feeling that I end up getting is like, oh no, I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, uh, and, you know, there's another open-world game I've been playing outside of Assassin's Creed. Uh, I jumped back in Fallout 76. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, and I got my suit of power armor now. I, you know, the, the thing that Fallout is known for, a suit of power armor... And I'm building that out, and that that's fun. I, so Fallout 76 is fulfilling something else in me, where I'm like, where I like building stuff and like building out my equipment. And Fallout 76 is really good for that because it has a pretty good, uh, pretty good weapon customization, like armor customization kind of aspect to it. And like also revisiting it now, where people have really, really taken a dive into the game. Seeing their bases that they've built, really cool. Like, there, there are some really cool bases out there that people build out. And it's like, I, I kind of want to get on that level, but I know I'm never going to be that detail-oriented to actually make some of the cool-looking stuff that they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I, I, I dig, uh, dig all that customization stuff that Fallout has to offer now. And I think, I think I said this online. And I have not gotten shit for it yet. I think Fallout seventy six is a better game than Cyberpunk right now. <laughs> you might you, you might not be uh, a very wrong different on that. kind of game, but uh, I think it's it's a it's a better. I get a better feeling spending my time in Fallout seventy six than I do Cyberpunk. Yeah. Was the power armor in the base game? Is that something you could get? I think it was, but it was so rare to find that, like, mm. I don't know. Like, it was... Yeah. It's... I've, like, since I started playing again this week, like, I've seen, like, four or five different... Uh, you have to find a frame for your power armor. Like, you can find the components, all right, but finding a, a frame to put them on is kind of difficult. But I've seen like three or four of them in the past couple hours I've played, so gotcha. definitely easier to obtain now. Uh, and yeah, just just digging it, like doing the the quests for the NPCs that have been there now for a few months. <laughs> They've also reintroduced the Brotherhood of Steel. Ooh. I've seen some Brotherhood of Steel people walking around. Although in the lore of Fallout makes absolutely no sense, but that's what that's what Bethesda has been doing with uh, their two major franchises, Elder Scrolls and uh, Fallout. Uh, they're big multiplayer games. They decide to just kind of retcon everything and just fucking do whatever the fuck they want to make those games work for multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Tyler, this is this is never going to be on PlayStation, but I have to talk about a dark place I went to this weekend. <laughs> All right. So I perked. You might have heard of this game. It's called Football Manager. 
I've heard of it, yes. I bought Football Manager 21, the most recent of the series. And I've been looking at spreadsheet. I Yesterday, I spent a total of eight hours looking at spreadsheets. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. So, there's I'm broken. And Football Manager is a game that I play when I'm when I feel like I need to do work because there's a part of my brain that wants to do work and Football Manager 21 is work to me. Mm. There you have to So I I'm sure there are people out there familiar with this game but for for people who are not Football Manager is a game where you take charge of a football club and you manage all the operations therein um you can delegate some tasks but like you're managing like okay this is the coaching staff i need to bring in these are the players i need to make sure the players are uh, are happy i need to make sure that their training sessions are uh scheduled correctly and like for the entire team broadly and then specific player to player i need to manage their individual training like what they should focus on have to manage like the the um i guess i forget like the team chemistry i have to manage like the social groups within the team i have to make sure that the team the the team that i have registered is following the rules of the league that i'm playing in and like the team selection and all the rules regarding that God, it's it's a whole thing, man. <laughs> Contracts, transfer, scouting, the whole thing, and then like the the tactics, game to game. There's a there's just a lot, man. So you and don't I, are you actually playing in the games, like, or you just you're the manager managing you, the you team? You are the you are the manager managing the team. Okay. It is completely AI controlled the game the game how it goes, but. You are the manager during the team, and you can change tactics throughout the game. Uh, you can also shout from the touchline and uh, influence the players that way. Uh, sometimes they do not react very well when you yell at them. Oh. <laughs> um, but sometimes they do react well when you yell at them, and uh, that's a thing. Uh, I am currently... So I decided... That because I'm not very experienced at one of these games, I take control of a smaller club. In the third division, the lowest division of German soccer. (laughs) (laughs) And I already have problems with one of my star players. Uh Uh-oh. And there are certain players in the team that are taking his side, certain players that are taking my side, and it's just become a whole mess, and I have to address the media about this. <laughs> so you actually have to do stuff to like keep your star players happy? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. wow. Absolutely. And then I... Uh, yeah, and you're also responsible for like media interaction as well. So like you can actually drive the media against you, and they'll... They'll write bad stories about you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Wow. So, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's work. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Sounds Uh, intense, though. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where, like, it's, it's not necessarily about, like, 
having fun, really. It's about trying to build build a system that works in in, in a way. Like I I like I like management. It, see, I'm I guess this comes from the same place where I enjoy Crusader Kings three. Like it's kind of like this simulation where like you have like this whole broad world of world of uh, basically like it has all pretty much all the major leagues and and a lot of the minor stuff in Europe like shit like it goes down to like the lowest division in Germany but it also does that for like fucking the Polish leagues like the Austrian league like it's it's got it's simulating all this stuff throughout like the world of soccer or football or however you want to say it mm-hmm. it's and like I I transferred in a guy that I know nothing about. <laughs> oh. Uh it's apparently this like hot prospect coming from from Korea and like he's supposed to be like the next star player and I just like I just snapped him up like right away. And now I'm in the process of finding out whether he's actually good enough for my team. <laughs> Damn. Um but yeah, you like manage your first team, you like you have a second team as well, uh, like that's that's like an affiliate club that's like you, like a slightly lower division that plays other second teams. You have like your under nineteens that you have to manage, and like in certain leagues, I mentioned like the rules for squad selection and team selection for the match days. Like there are certain rules. Like I have to have f- at least four under twenty three players in my squad for for match day. And the thing is, I only have three outfield, uh, like, non-goalkeeper under-23s that are eligible for, that are registered in my first team squad. So what I have to do is, like, my backup goalkeeper is an under-23 goalkeeper who, I'm not sure if you're familiar with soccer all that much, a lot of goalkeepers don't really get their first team chance until, like, they're in their mid or late 20s. Oh, wow. Because goalkeeper is one of those positions where, like, experience is everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have, like, this very young goalkeeper as my backup. So, I am very, uh, very desperate to hope for, for, my, uh, first, for my first goalkeeper to uh, not get injured. <laughs> because otherwise, I'm putting in a young kid who is not very experienced. Right. But, yeah. There's wow. just a lot. Yes. A lot to... It, it is... <laughs> I... Like... I see how people... Lo- like, lose track of their real life playing this game. Because I... I started on Saturday morning. And... It was... It, it turned up eight hours later when I looked at the clock. And I'm like... Fuck. I'm hungry. Why am I hungry? Oh, fuck. What have I been doing? <laughs> Damn, one of those games, dude. That's, because that's it's crazy. like one of those where like you manage a match, and you're like, okay, well, this went well, this went well. I might have to tweak the strategy here. Okay, this is the team that's up next. How am I going to adapt to them? And it's like you, you very much are like in the moment, like match to match. Like, all right, well, I'm going to try this next time, and mm-hmm. let's see how that works. And you want to see the result right away. Yeah. Because you're like you're in it and you're thinking about it at that moment. How long do the actual games last then? So, absolute psychos will 
watch the entire 90-minute match. Holy shit. In wow. real time. Uh, oh, I watch in a mode that's called comprehensive highlights that will um, basically, whenever something interesting happens, it will play like, it'll play through that, that sequence. And then there's like, there's even quicker versions where it just shows you like the direct highlights, like shots on target, goals, uh, and that, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. I could not imagine sitting there. All that time. Holy crap. There are psychos who do that. Whew. And you know, maybe maybe when I move into my new place, I'll get to streaming again. <laughs> and we'll just stream 90-minute matches. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, yes. I will, I will stream Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that's that's the video games I've been playing. Uh, now, y'all may have noticed that we spent a long time talking about the video games we've been playing and maybe thinking, oh God, how long is this podcast going to be? Well, got some news for you. There's not much news, but uh, we'll get we'll get through this pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. Uh, some stuff we missed within the last two weeks. Um, but yeah... Uh, we've got our first, I guess, high-profile delay. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 did we call it? I forget what we said when we did our uh, 2021 like preview, but uh, Outriders has been delayed to April. I guess it's still coming out this year, but it's delayed to April. Uh, this is Square Enix's shooter RPG. Um, but there's going to be a demo for it. Uh there's going to be a demo on February 25th for people who want to try it out. It's just, you know, I think we mentioned it, this uh, this model of game, I think is it's reaching its breaking point. Yeah, probably. And I, uh, I, I really don't, I hope this game does well, but I just feel like it, won't i just feel like there's no hype for this game and then i'm uh, them so them putting out this demo and you know it'll have you know a number of hours in it and you can uh transfer your save i guess if you buy the full game I, i'm like is that them showing that they're confident in it or is that them saying like please come check our game out because you know, our, our pre-order numbers aren't good, and we don't think this game will be very financially successful. And, I don't know, I'm kind of thinking it might be the latter. And then if... I just don't know... You know, you can clearly see that Square Enix really wants to get into the, the live service game. And the problem is, is that when you make those decisions, when those sort of games are hot it takes years to get to the final result of launching avengers or now outriders and you know now that genre's really kind of flooded it's hard to break into and you can lose a lot of money on it as we as they did with avengers so i don't know i really hope that this this game does well but it could be another 
another potential loss here for Square Enix in this genre. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like Square Enix should like stick to what they're good at because I I, I like those Tomb Raider games. Those Tomb Raider mm-hmm. games were great. They yeah. I hope to God that if they do more Tomb Raider, they don't chase shit. They just keep doing what they're good at. I I feel like I don't think they have an IP that really works for this. So when they're launching these these new IP or the or a licensed game, like I'm not sure that's the way you get into it either, especially now. Mm-hmm. Like Destiny did it; they jumped in, but they had the pedigree of oh, these are the creators of Halo, and like we're going to be interested in what they do no matter what. Outriders, I mean, made by what people can fly. Yeah. What they did? What Just Cause? I think. No, right? they did. They did or not? Bull, uh, Bullet Storm. Bullets and Gears Judgment. Um, they were an epic studio for a while, actually. Mm, okay, I'm I'm looking at their uh, their their games here. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, I see. Like, I I don't. I, I'm looking at the games they made, and does just doesn't scream to me like, hey, they're going to. I feel like if you're going to launch a new IP and you're going to jump into a flooded market, you have had to have had a pedigree that, like, people are going to play your game, like, because it's it's this studio that made it. And I don't think People Can Fly has that status yet. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure they do either. Um, and very few uh, studios do. Let, let's be honest. Like, it... I... I just feel like uh, Square Enix needs to be realistic on it. Like, it's it's going to be hard for them to get into like this game as a service without an IP that's really going to draw people, or without a studio that's going to draw people. Because they're not going to do it with Final Fantasy. They have an MMO, MMO for Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that that's a similar but different model, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I just struggle to think how Square gets into it. Yeah, me too. I, I hope this game does well. I mean, I, I think I'll, I'll check out the free demo at least, and kind of cool and interesting that they're calling that a demo and not no, hey, check out our beta. That's totally not a beta because we're launching it two weeks before the actual game comes out. Um, so, <laughs> at least their marketing there isn't bad or anything like that but i'll at least check demo out to see what the game's all about if it's good maybe i'll check it out but yeah i i, I don't know man i i i would i really wonder how avengers would have went if they just made it like maybe a single player open world game okay all you know basically spider-man but avengers mm. you know if if that would have worked out better for them game would have sold more maybe been more critically well received i I don't know Ah, they're in a weird spot man they really are (laughs) i think they're 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 in a weird spot in particular with the western side of them i think yeah i'm i'm looking you know what they could do a near live service game (laughs) 
And that's what they. That's how they get in. And how would that work? You know, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't have the answer to that. Yeah, because I'm not Yokotaro. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like that is like I'm just looking at a looking at a list of their IP right now, and I think, well, maybe I'm not sure if they even own near. I don't. I don't think they even own near. Yeah, I'm not I think sure they if they just do. published it. Yeah. Well, they own Drakengard, which is what Nier spun off of. So I'm gonna assume that that includes Nier. Yeah. Uh, they're not gonna do it with Dragon Quest. Uh, well, man. they have that Dragon Quest MMO with Dragon Quest X. I don't know how yeah. popular that still is. Eh. I don't. I, Kingdom I, Hearts. Please, please, no. <laughs> oh man, no, I could not do that, dude. You just put it. You just put in like your name, and it generates your, a Kingdom Hearts name for you. And then it's. Mm. I totally forgot uh, that Square launched a Kingdom Hearts game in November. That uh, Melody of Memory. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't see anything here that they haven't either fucking killed. They killed Front Mission with that awful fucking... What, what was that fucking game called? Uh, Left Alive. You remember that? Oh, yeah. They, I do remember that. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see it. They're gonna... I guess they have to come up with something new, but I don't know how they do it. All right, that's enough. That's enough about a delayed video game that we don't know if it's going to do well. Uh, yeah. Sony uh, took down their Killzone website. So I guess Killzone, we're just never going to get another one of those. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't hate Killzone ever. Like it, I, I thought Killzone was a fine first-person shooter. I don't know. I guess it just it was never popular. Yeah, I, I feel like they. I mean, Killzone was clearly designed to be like the Halo killer. You know, back when Halo was the biggest first-person shooter out there. But back when they launched a console for what six hundred dollars, five hundred, right. yeah, or six, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't hate Killzone either. I actually really liked Killzone three. In Killzone uh, Mercenary, I think, on the Vita was mm. pretty cool. And I liked Shadowfall a lot. Shadowfall's still just a gorgeous game. Uh, and, and it was neat. And I think there's still potential in this franchise only because um, and I'm kind of just shocked that they, you know, uh, well, let's back up. Them retiring this website doesn't mean that there is no future kill zone, but I think it just says a lot about about it, though, uh, that there probably isn't any. But what I'm curious about is, like, Gorilla was hiring people that worked on, like, Rainbow Six Siege and stuff, which made it almost seem like they were, and I'm pretty sure they they have two teams there, but, like, they were at some point maybe going to bring Killzone back or do a sequel to Shadowfall. And I think there is a place for Killzone because what, you know, Sony doesn't have any first person shooters. Uh, 
And Sony doesn't really have any multiplayer games in their first party. Correct. You know, I mean, they had the Destruction All-Stars coming out. That might be it. Um, but, but, like, Killzone or, you know, the, obviously they've kind of killed Resistance, too. Uh, I think Resistance could be a really interesting franchise to bring back, especially just because Insomniac's on a fucking roll. And what they could do with a with a PS5 with, you know, with Resistance could be totally awesome. But So I think there's a total spot for Killzone. It just... Yeah, I just think it it doesn't have that pedigree that a lot of major uh you know first party franchises now have, but I feel like Killzone was also made at a different time to where you know Sony now really gives their studios a lot of time and a lot of freedom and then they put a lot of budget behind their marketing and all that where you know a new Killzone you know, if Gorilla nailed that, you know, it could really, really change how people view that franchise, I think. And I liked Killzone, at least from its lore, was actually really, it was fucked up, but it was it was fascinating, it was different. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would play a new Killzone, but, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I. I feel like if you give up Killzone.com, that tells you about, like, what you think about when you're going to make another Killzone game. Yeah. And that, that tells me not any time soon. Right. Maybe exactly. not even this, genera- <laughs> this generation. <laughs> yeah, man. Who knows? I think um, it does does say something, though. All right. Uh, all right. I guess quickly... Sony has discontinued the PS4 Pro and all but one model of the PS4 in Japan. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's the slim model, right, that they're keeping? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess if, you, if you're going to focus on the next generation, it doesn't make sense to keep putting out. Uh, all these dif- different versions of the PlayStation Four. I mean, mm-hmm. well, and they also, haven't done a they haven't done a price cut on the Pro, so like, yes. it doesn't make sense to keep making the Pro. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. The PS Four Pro is four hundred dollars, and uh, the PS Five Digital Edition is four hundred dollars. So, you know, of course, you want people to buy into, you know, that that digital edition, <laughs> whatever. It's available to buy, but you want them to buy that instead of the the pro. I think it makes makes a lot of sense to to uh, you know stop making the pro uh, and and only keep the PS4 Slim out there as a you know a cheaper option for someone to get into your ecosystem and you know maybe eventually they'll graduate to a, a PS5. But I think it also could potentially. You know, of course, I don't know the inner workings of any of that stuff, but it theoretically, if they're not manufacturing PS4 Pros, then that's more manufacturing that they could hopefully use to manufacture more PS5s to meet more of that demand. Yeah, as you say that, I open up all my bookmarks for PlayStation 5 listings. Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 
I, man, I can't get my hands on one of those things. Well, even I was even looking at uh, the dual sense charging stations. Yep. Um, because I actually didn't tell this story because um, we were doing like game of the year and all this stuff. So really quick, uh, I am not putting my PS5 in rest mode ever again until they fix the bugs with it. Um, so the other day, about a week or two ago, maybe, uh, yeah, because it was, it was while I was off. So it was about a week ago. I put my PS5 in rest mode, and I was going to go like eat dinner or something like that. And I noticed, you know, it, it works very similar to the PS4. If you put PS4 in rest mode, like the lights turn from blue to orange. And I looked over, and there were no lights on. And I'm like, that's not right. And so then I give it a couple minutes. I go over, I go to turn it on, and it is not coming on at all. Nothing is happening. I press the PlayStation button on the controller. The controller just flashes. I press the button on the console. It doesn't beep. It doesn't do shit. Nothing. Um, I forget what I ended up doing to get it to turn on but eventually it popped on and then it said that it didn't go in the rest mode correctly i'm like that's not my fucking problem you know i did i didn't have any games running I, nothing nothing was running and it just did not go in the rest mode proper properly and it just it scared the shit out of me because it, it's uh what i read is that it's it's an actual bug with the system and it could brick your console or uh, you'll lose saves or anything if it, you know, it could go south on you, basically. And I feel like I got lucky, so I'm not putting my PS5 into rest mode again until I know that that issue is fixed with some firmware updates. So, therefore, I was looking into the DualSense charging station so I could at least charge my controller without having the console on all the time. And even those are sold out. Like, you can't find them anywhere. Not even on Sony's website. Mm. So... It's not even the console's the biggest problem, of course, uh, for people wanting them. But even like the accessories and stuff are basically sold out. <laughs> it's just nuts. Totally nuts. Wow. So. So yeah. So therefore, too, it's probably. Hopefully, when you get a PS Five, all these things are fucking worked out. Because I still haven't put my external hard drive back in any of that stuff. Um, and they haven't actually really done a firmware update in a little while. So mm. maybe they'll do like a big one or something that fixes everything. I don't know. But hopefully when you finally can get one, all these things are worked out and you, <laughs> you have no problems. Yeah, thanks for beta testing. Yeah, no no problem. No problem. <laughs> all right. Uh, we missed this also. Um so Epic Games bought a mall. They're, they're, they're moving into it as their HQ. Uh, I don't know where all the dildos are going to go. Um, I, or all, you know, all the various objects you find in a mall in the back of a Spencer's Gifts. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a thing. I guess, I guess nobody else is using that mall. <laughs> So. Yeah, nine hundred and eighty thousand square feet, and in eighty-seven acres. I, 
as someone who works on building buildings and doing renovations and all that stuff as for a living, that is immensely huge. Like, I mean, it's probably easier to buy something that's already standing. Yeah, it is. It, it's just so much space. And, you know, one of our bigger projects recently, we did like an office building and it was like 200,000 square feet. And I'm like, this building is fucking enormous. You walk through it. It is huge. And now I'm like, how a 980,000 square feet for an office? I mean, of course, they're saying they want to put like a fitness center in and all sorts of stuff. They'll probably use it more, but I know Epic Games is a very big company, but holy fucking shit, that is a lot of space to to do that stuff. And I, I'm just wondering, like, are they going to keep any of the stores in there or <laughs> what are they going to do? They've got to keep the Cinnabon. Yeah, yeah. You walk walk down to the Cinnabon. It's kind of weird, man. Oh. Like, you, you, I guess, you know, you could probably flip some stores into being, like, certain departments and yeah. all that stuff. It's. I mean, you just fill those stores with fucking cubicles, and it's boring as hell to look at. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm really curious what they're going to do, but it's kind of fucking wild that... They can buy a fucking a mall, and it's all because of Fortnite. Yep, it sure is. It, it makes me wonder, though, because to me it's inevitable. I mean, it happens with everything, but what happens when Fortnite's popularity dwindles and, you know, they no longer, you know, are bringing in that money to afford... Something like this. I mean, I know they have the Epic Game Store. They have uh, the Unreal Engine that they license out and all that stuff. But holy smokes, man. It's pretty bold. Yeah. I mean, I guess Fortnite's doing good. Yeah. They keep having these licensed deals. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know... Well, I didn't know in this article here, they said that Epic maintains over 50 offices worldwide. I didn't know they even had that many offices. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess Unreal Engine is also another big big thing for them. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's, I think it's free to use and then you just pay to license it when you release your game. I think that's how it works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I... A lot of studios use Epic. I mean, I mean, use the uh, Unreal Engine. Right. So, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, what what are they gonna buy next? An amusement park? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. They'll have their Fortnite land or whatever the fuck. Oh Jesus Christ! Ugh, I don't even want to think about that. Mm. All right. Uh, you put this in here. One of the uh, co-creators of Arcane Studios is making a new game. Uh, it's hmm. Yeah, I I don't know what else to say about this. There's a new game we don't know much about, other than the co-creator of Arcane is is working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Harvey Smith, who uh, he co-created Dishonored as well, um, he's. I guess heading up this new game and he's not working on Deathloop. Um, 
So, so yeah, and and he said apparently the the teams behind Prey and Dishonored are are on this game. So, I guess it probably would be a new IP. I would imagine. I I don't I don't see them going back to Dishonored because of where you know they kind of closed that story off, um, and then also the sales just weren't there. I don't see them going back to Prey either. Because I don't think the sales were there for that one either. Um, I, I really like that game, but so uh, I, I could see this being another another IP. I guess I would just wonder if it's in that arcane style of you know kind of open levels and freedom and, and a lot of different things you can get into, a lot of different ways to play, or if it's mm-hmm. going to be something totally totally new. So yeah. they they apparently the job listing said that they're looking uh, to develop an immersive simulator game. Whatever okay. that means. Okay. That could mean All so right. many things. I don't fucking yep. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. I guess uh, this game, though, will be uh, Xbox exclusive. Shit. Potentially. You're right. Microsoft. You're right. Microsoft's Arcane Studios. Is insane to say. Yeah. Something don't sit right with me. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Dying Light Two. You remember when they showed off Dying Light Two? That E three like two years ago. I do. It looked pretty good, but uh, it still isn't out. <laughs> and now, uh, art director and writer Powell Selinger is leaving, and the game still ain't out. Uh, he's been he's been at Techland for 22 years, and you know, just time to go sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dying Light 2. I I th- I thought that game would have been out by now. Yeah, me too. I mean, they they were hoping to get it out in 2020, and then it just did not happen. Um. But they've been so silent on that game since it was revealed at E3 2018, I think. And mm-hmm. that's mostly why I put it in here. Of, you know, you know, you know, this guy's been at Techland for a long time, and now he's leaving. Um, just makes you really wonder, like, what the hell is going on with Dying Light 2? Because uh, that game has just been so silent. They haven't shown anything. And then, you know, of course, they, you know, Chris Avalon was helping write that game, and he got thrown out um, because of his sexual misconduct. So, (laughs) who the fuck knows? Is Dying Light 2 heading into development hell like Dead Island 2? I I mean, they keep making games about zombies. I think that's that, that's the thread here. Maybe we need to stop having zombie games. I don't know. They, they just never stopped. I don't think anyone ever stopped to think, hey, maybe zombies are on the way out. No, zombies are always there. Yeah. It's, hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I... The only zombie I need is Rob Zombie. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. <laughs> If Dying Light does, if Dying Light Two does come out, is it good? I don't know. I'd never even played the first one. 
Uh, the first one was okay. I I know I it didn't click with me as much as uh, it did with a lot of other people, but I've always had an urge to kind of try it again. And what they were hoping Dying Light 2 would be, like, I remember when they showed it off at E3 2018 of, you know, just one of those things of, like, the world reacts based off of your decisions and what you do in the game. And uh, it seemed pretty ambitious, and I hope that they can pull that off. But, man, it might be a while. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we missed this because of our other podcast, but the January PlayStation Plus games are out there now. Um, if you have a PlayStation 5, you can pick up Maneater, and then uh, everyone else, well, everyone, I guess, can pick up Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Greedfall. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid lineup, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, that as well. Um, Greedfall... Seems like it's a pretty decent RPG. Uh, looks interesting. Shout out to Tomb Raider. I think it's a good game, even though it's not as good as the first two. And Man Eater seems goofy as hell. I will. Yes. I will try out Man Eater. I'm just curious about this game. Yeah. The Shark PG. Yes. Great. <laughs> just I love it. Let's just invent genres now. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All right, well, that's all the news we have this week. Uh, I imagine it's going to be a while until we have an actual, like, actual news that we can really dive into. <laughs> right. I mean, at least at least I hope it's that way. I hope nothing horrible comes up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess coming up soon here in a couple weeks is Hitman 3. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it. I think that's a. I think that's a podcast, Tyler. That is a podcast. Way longer than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna get the hell out of here and uh, let you all get on with your days. Uh, until next week, there's. I, oh, hmm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, there are a couple ways you can contact us if you need to. Uh, one way is via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. Until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Football, baby!